We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, oh. along with my buddy Dan. Dan, it's uh, we're in the middle of the off season, but uh, we got some news coming out. So tell me, how's uh, how's your week been treating you? Oh, buddy, we got some news. It's the schedule release episode. It's where everyone was like, "Oh shit, how can I plan my vacations around a sport?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic, man. And I got to I got to give props, got to give props to my wife, because I, before I even got a chance to look at the schedule at work, I was already getting a text from her saying we could probably make the Minnesota game work later in the fall. And I was like, you, I, I fucking love you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that one. Uh, we'll, we'll get all into uh, into the schedule today. Uh, oh, yeah. Because, you know, that one being a midweek game might make it a little tougher for some people. Um, kind of a could bummer be. that they made rivalry week. If that is a rivalry, which we'll talk about uh, a midweek game, well, but other than all that, you know things are good, roll tide, and all that crap, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if uh, it's a good week for the roll tide. It's not great, so. but uh, you still say it because you're a sports fan, and even through the bad times, you gotta you gotta be there. You know, we we know that sporting fans, we know that. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what, Alabama fans—they've had it great for a long time. They can, they can have absolutely. If this is their down year, y'all will be just fine. Oh, bro, <laughs> the senior class lost like a total of four or five games or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't feel too That's bad for them. <laughs> so no. Um. Anywho, what uh, what's on the docket tonight, my friend? Did we? I assume you're about to ask me if we got any new uh, iTunes rating and reviews. I was going to ask you that, uh, which I forgot to check myself before we started recording. So, give me some news. Do we have any well, new ones? Tell you this, man. We got no no new reviews, but we got a new rating. It looks like, okay. and we're at ninety ratings, dude. There if we, we get ten more, we got we're at a buck. We're at a hundred. We're One, at a Benjamin zero zero. That's pretty cool. And uh, considering we've been doing this a little over a year. And maybe we got some new listeners here, man. If uh, hang with us through this show, and if we did an ample job, which we we will, uh, you know, go give us a rating and review. Maybe you don't have Apple iTunes, and that's okay. You're not a, that means you're not a robot like the rest of us Apple people. <laughs> so uh, if you have it though, go check it out. A lot of people saying some cool things on there. So 
Always appreciated. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for doing that. Like you said, if you uh, use Apple iTunes, go ahead, give us that rating and review. It's kind of weird. It's the only podcasting platform that really has a rating or review system that's worth anything. That's interesting. You think more people would do that. More platforms would have that. Yeah. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. So um, do what you can for us, people, and we are uh, very appreciative of it. Uh, Very much so. Getting into uh, some of the stuff we want to talk about this week. It wasn't the biggest news week. Um, Yes, there was the schedule release and everyone was um, anticipating that. MLS made it a giant to-do, probably more so than it needs to be. But other than that, there wasn't a ton of There were so many emotions. So many people were excited. People were pissed because of like late games uh, in Salt Lake. (laughs) Yeah, which apparently isn't as late as both teams said it would be at first it's because yeah yeah they changed it yeah like i you know what i think happened um i think i think mls sent the schedule out to all the teams in eastern time because they're in new york and i think it confused everybody and i don't think all the games got switched to the correct local time zones so um yeah, they had to they, they had to go back and, and, and fix some things. I don't know. It was very strange. I was trying to figure out why we were going to have an 11 p.m. kickoff. Thankfully, we're not. But I know, dude. I was sitting here going, "Well, uh, this is a challenge to my fandom, but I'll I'll do it. You know, I'll do it. I won't be happy about it, and I won't make it to church. I don't go to church, Jimmy. But if I did, <laughs> I wouldn't make it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, thankfully. It is not a late 11 p.m. It's only a late 9 p.m. kick. So Yeah. And we're going to break it down a little bit. We're going to break down. <laughs> oh, God. You'll never go to sleep. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to break down the schedule a little bit tonight, guys. Maybe say some, some scary games. Maybe some uh, exciting games. Uh, there's, a lot, there's a lot going on this season and uh, a lot to be excited for. Yeah, so my my first question before we even start breaking down, um, I guess you were saying you were at work, so you you probably didn't watch the schedule release show, um, which I thought I was did a, not. It, it was a little weird because they they're they're and I should have known this because it's MLS. Um, they're hyping it up all week, like schedule release, whatever time it was three yeah. three p.m. Eastern time or or three thirty p.m. Eastern time, so like two thirty our time. And the whatever club it was. never said anything. Club never said anything. They kind of went had a weird back and forth with us when we finally said it was happening. Oh, that uh, was weird. I didn't understand. So we yeah. gave them some upside down smiley faces. Yo. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of like, I don't know what this means. So here's an upside down smiley face. Um, <laughs> but they announced that it was going to happen at one time. And then everyone tunes in to see the schedule release. And then it's like, oh, we should have known. This is MLS. There's going to be a half hour pre-show before we actually announced the schedule. Um, so we had a half hour Fun. of like Bobby Warshaw and Andrew Weeby and all of them just talking about what they want to see from the schedule that was already set that they all could have announced right then and there that was just sitting on the desk in front of them. So made it a little weird. But eventually the schedule was released. So we obviously cool. knew that our first game of the year outside of CCL is going to be Sunday, March 3rd away at LAFC. And we knew uh, that Sunday, March 10th would be the home opener at Children's That's Mercy right. Park That's against right. the Philadelphia Union. But now we know and the rest of the we games. Knew, we knew a little bit uh, more than that because of your inside scoop in the MLS offices that we're not allowed to share with you guys. Jimmy doesn't let me tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did have some information about Rivalry Week and we knew we were in Minnesota. Spill it all. 
Yeah, we got to hold my beans, man, because I'll spill them. Yeah, yeah. I always have to tell Dan, hey, this is uh, not for public, but here you go. You do it. You have Um, to tell me that. Like, not do not repeat this. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I'm a gossip queen. (laughs) So, uh, you know, we've we've had some some time to look over the schedule, and and there's some interesting tidbits that we kind of pointed out. Um, The month of June is all away games. (laughs) <laughs> there's there's going to be four away games That's in June scary. with a break in the middle of it because of the Gold Cup. Um, that's All that means is that month. we're not we're not watching any home soccer in June, and that kind of sucks because we all get a little antsy. You know, not only does the team not want to be on the road for all the for the whole month, but we we want to see some games too. You know, yeah, for sure, and and thankfully. You know, we're not going on the road to LAFC or we're not going on the road to uh, to Atlanta or anything during that month. Like, the teams that were playing Houston, who knows if they'll be good or not. They might not even have their best, best player, Albert Ellis. Um, they might not even have a jersey sponsor. We don't know. Well, they do now. MD Anderson oh, Cancer Center. Yeah. So oh, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a shirt full right there. <laughs> um, on the road to Toronto. Who knows if Toronto will be good on the road to Columbus. They may or may not be good with their new front office, their new coaching staff. And then on the road against RSL. And that's always tough, but all things considered for a four game away stretch to me, that doesn't seem like the worst possible combination of teams. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, you're right. You could be going to Orlando and then up to Vancouver, then down to Dallas and then over to <laughs> NYC. You know what I mean? That oh could be God. nuts. I'd be so mad. And MLS would do that. I don't put it yeah. past them. You can't make everyone happy, you know, and they, they, they factor that in with like the strength of schedule, whatever algorithm they use. I'm sure they factor in travel and everything. Yeah, probably. The alg- the strength of schedule is kind of weird. Like I think if you look at what they have on their website, they say Orlando has the hardest schedule SKC yeah. is somewhere about in the middle. But if you look at the spread from hardest to, to easiest, it's it's very minimal. Um Yeah, not a big but, difference. It's not like it's no. not like college basketball or anything like that. Yeah, because I mean everybody plays all the teams pretty much the same amount of times. It's just a matter of you know, when do you play them? Are you playing them on the road or at home or whatnot? So um not a ton of difference in strength of schedule, but the other, other other two tidbits, I guess it's worth pointing out about our schedule, is there's only two other times in the year where we have back-to-back away games, um, at least MLS away games. We don't know yet about, like, U.S. Open Cup or whatnot. But, right, Champions uh, League, stuff like that. Yeah, but Friday, July 26th, and then Sunday, August 4th, the next week, we're on the road in New York City and then on the road in Seattle. So that's a tough two-game road stretch. Those are going to be two good teams. Um, and then couple months later, Saturday, September 7th, and then Sunday, September 15th, back-to-back weeks, on the road to Portland, and then on the road to the Galaxy. So again, probably a tough back-to-back. But the rest of the time, we're either in multiple home games in a row, or there's home games breaking up our away games. So I... I'm I'm I don't hate this. I don't I don't love that June away stretch, but all in all, I, I'm 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 pretty comfortable with where the schedule landed, I think. Uh what about you? Yeah, June's kind of scary cuz I mean, you got to obviously you want to at least draw your away games and and last year was the best they've ever done in away games. So you got to think they're just going to rebuild on that. I mean, 
we, we don't have a brand new squad or anything like that. So it's very exciting that we're going to have, we're going to be watching the same team we saw last year. And I, I yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but that was not a bad team to watch. <laughs> it was not. It was, I mean, hey, you break your franchise record and in, in goal scored. You win the West. Yeah. You make it to the Western Conference Finals. I mean, yeah, we didn't get any trophies. You're one game but away from an MLS bad. Cup berth. I mean, come on. Yeah, and if you looked at Matt Doyle's uh, MLS mock draft, which I don't know why you would, because it's an MLS mock draft, and it doesn't doesn't really <laughs> matter much. Um, yeah, but he in his breakdown of, of sporting KC, he just flat out said, he was like, this team is stacked. There's no obvious needs outside of maybe striker because that's been the question mark. But like he flat out said, this is a stacked team and it's going to be fun to watch because they should just be firing on all cylinders, even better than they were last year because they got a year under their belt playing together. So should be, I hope we don't have that champions league letdown. <clears throat> excuse me. Like the, like Toronto did went into champions league and then yeah. had not a great MLS season, you know? Yeah. They put all of their eggs so much in the champions league basket. Um, and that's okay. I mean, I think it's okay yeah. to do for the first couple months there. Why not? I think so too. I think, and, and to be fair, I'm not intimately familiar with Toronto's second and third string players. So maybe I'm speaking a bit out of turn here, but Sporting KC's built fairly deep. Like we had a lot of talent, so I, I feel pretty confident that even if we did go deep into the CCL, this squad would be better able to handle playing in MLS uh, than Toronto was last year. I don't. I do not see any way that this team doesn't make the playoffs. So, can say I'm that in. Sound I'm nice in with so that. If I'm wrong. <laughs> um. So yeah, let me ask you this. Do you have like are there three games that you're you're really looking forward to more than others on this schedule? Oh my goodness. Um three games. I I'm I'm excited to go to Minnesota. I think uh you know, we might try to make a road trip up there, man, see the new stadium. Um could be very could be very exciting. As in addition to that, sorry, I got to pull up I gotta pull up the damn schedule right now. Because they introduced <laughs> they put fun facts for all thirty-four games and it was it was quite a bit to read if you you know if you if you didn't have the time. But yeah, going did not to <laughs> going to LAFC for our first game is pretty interesting. Um yeah. we had a we had a big part in you know uh though they they, well, they got the second seat and they could have the one seat, right? Yeah. So that was a big deal. Yeah. Um, and then I think it's hard. We always say it's hard to put any stock into the team at all in the first two months, but I think it'd be pretty cool to host the Red Bulls in April. Um, Eastern yeah. Conference teams are always, you know, you only play them once a year. So when you host them, it's, it's kind of cool, man. You get to see Bradley Wright Phillips and, um, you know, they were the best team in the league last season. So what are you going to do? Yeah, those are all good games. Um, it's, you know, New York Red Bulls broke the record for most points earned in a season, even though they didn't make it to MLS Cup and they lost to Atlanta United. That is a very, very good team. So, yeah, hosting them a, a month and a half into the season, that's going to be a very good uh, test to see sort of where Sporting KC is at, even if they don't have Tyler Adams because he's with uh, Red Bull Leipzig. I uh, do. I also think another fun one, I'm going to put a bonus one on there, is Wednesday, July 3rd. Everyone's like, oh, Wednesday game. Uh, it's July 3rd, people. 
you probably don't have to work July 4th. I mean, maybe you do. If so, then get a new job. But you're hosting <laughs> LAFC the night before 4th of July. You know, there's going to be f- like physical fireworks, I'm sure. And then soccer America fireworks AF. too. Yeah. Yes, man. Let's all wear our bandanas and, and hang out. I wonder if uh, they try to get like a B-2 from Whiteman Air Force Base to fly over since it's the oh, day before man. 4th of July. I love it. I love flyovers. Sometimes I just see like a regular passenger plane. I'm like, ah, oh, sweet flyover, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, cool, Southwest. Um, Glad we picked that up. That's awesome. <laughs> so I have a few games that I'm kind of looking forward to here. Um, All right. Thankfully, you didn't pick any of the ones I was going to pick. We didn't even plan that. We didn't even talk about it. Oh, that's it, cool. It worked out. Um, I just improvised mine. I was just like, uh, let me just pick out some fun ones here. Yeah. Well, you're going to improvise three you're scared of in a second, so you can get to, get <laughs> to thinking about that. All right. Um, but I'm excited, actually, for Sunday, April 7th, away against FC Cincinnati. Um, I just think that is going to be a cool environment to, to, to see Sporting KC play in. I mean, they are routinely getting 30,000-plus people at Nippert Stadium, where they currently play. Um, it's it's a stadium that I, I think it's the University of Cincinnati's football stadium, but they're going to build their own soccer specific stadium. Until then, they'll be playing there. That's just a crazy atmosphere. It's the first time we're playing them in MLS play. Um, they're the expansion team, so they'll have some names that we recognize: Fernando Adi, Fatayalashi, um, and then they'll have some that we don't. But I'm kind of excited to see that one um, for sure. Cinco de Mayo. Home against Atlanta United. How can oh, you not be, a good be excited? One. Break out the margaritas, bitches. Yeah. It's going to be hosting, <laughs> hosting <laughs> the reigning MLS Cup champions. Uh, we've never lost to them, so we can't start now. That's so, true. Can't start I'm now. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Whether they oh, have dear, Miguel Almiron or not, I don't know, because apparently he's asking for crazy amounts of money from Newcastle. That's the latest reports. But whoever they have, wow. it'll be fun. Well, I don't know how much I don't know a whole lot about Cinco de Mayo, but uh, I feel like everyone wants to be Mexican on that day. We're talking sombreros, tequila. Yeah. Uh, some, <laughs> some borderline racist activities occur that probably a little shouldn't. bit, a little <laughs> bit, but it's a Sunday. So let's uh, let's drink responsibly. Be culturally sensitive, and uh, I'll bring my sombrero. No, yeah. I do not have a sombrero. May, I do not. May or may not be culturally sensitive. <laughs> oh shit! I, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't have one. By um, the way, that'd be really weird. Yeah. So I'm excited for that one. And then actually, one week later, which it's a home and away, it but it's still going to be tough. I'm excited to go to DC United and play at Audi Field for the first time. Um, assuming Wayne Rooney is not arrested for yelling obscenities or getting drunk in public. Um, He's doing time, doing hard time. (laughs) Probably not. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll briefly touch on that later, but um, yeah. First time at Audi field. It's uh, I I think it's the first time at Audi field. I don't think we played there last year. Did we now I'm gonna feel stupid if we did. So um, they came to us, dude. I'm, I'm looking you're right. I'm yeah. Cause we're playing away this year. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. And DC's a decent team, so that'll be another good test for us. So it'll be fun. They got something to build on with their late late uh, resurgence that they had when they signed Wayne Rooney and and you know started doing big things. Yep, absolutely. Um, now, do you have th- do you have three that scare you a little bit? 
Bro, I think you got to look at the month of June, and I'm just going to pack all those in there. I'm going to cheat and say all those are kind of scary. Um, but okay. then decision day, I don't know if we've had decision day away in a while. Uh, at least the past few years, I think it's always been at home. So having decision day away at Dallas is pretty scary. Could be, uh, you know how close those two teams were last year. And now it really came down to the wire, and we took three big points at their place, and we might be required to take three more big points again this year. Yeah. Yeah. You're 100% right. Um, the and games I was going to It's not any easier. I'm sorry, the week before is Portland, so it's not, it's not much easier. Those two games are yeah. huge conference matchups. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. It, it's it's going to come down probably to the wire as it did against the, uh, I, this year. Um, so I was going to pick that last game in June, Saturday, June 29th against RSL. We just always seem to have a problem when we go play at Rio Tinto. We all yeah. hate RSL. No one likes playing there. It's at the end of a grueling month where there will be the Gold Cup in the middle of it. Um, Which, hey, we get to if, see a Gold Cup game. We do, yeah. There will be a game at Children's Mercy Park, which is kind of exciting. It's like June twenty um, sixth or something, right? Yeah, somewhere around there. I, I don't. I'm blanking on the exact date, but it's it's uh, June twenty something. Um, but you know, we don't know if Greg Berhalter will call up anyone from Sporting KC or not. But I, either way, f- after four straight games on the road, that last one scares me a bit. Um, I think it's June nineteenth. Actually, I think it's like a Wednesday. Saturday, September 7th is that away at Portland game. I'm scared of that one because that one is after Portland will have reopened Providence Park with an expanded number of seats. Like they have a crazy schedule if you look at it. They're almost their entire first half of their season is on the road. They have like 13 straight road games. And then the back half of their season is almost entirely home games because their stadium is going to be closed until June. So that's scary stuff. Yeah. It's going to be even louder than it normally is, which it's already very loud. We haven't scored there, um, in a while. So yeah, that one, that one scares me a bit. And then, uh, yeah. Decision day was the other one I was going to say, cause it, it's, I just have a feeling it's either where it's, whether it's going to be winning the, the West or earning, uh, well, I guess in the new format, you have to win to get that first round by, um, or something's going to come down to that last game, whether it's we have a bye or a home game or whatnot. I just have a feeling. And even if Dallas isn't as good this year as they w- were last year, because they got a new coach and, and some of their, some new players, it's just always tough playing there. So True. those are my three tough well, games. You know, since we are on the, uh, uh, since we're on the schedule topic, you know, I, I there's a, question that's interesting to me that we got on twitter today from uh christopher rogers i don't know if we uh do we know christopher rogers have you have we talked to him before uh, i think he's tweeted at us a time or two so thanks chris okay. for sending us but, a question absolutely uh i want to say christopher robin or mr rogers but uh, christopher <laughs> rogers works out i love both those people but he says do too. why do we play uh Minnesota United during rivalry week. Is there really a rivalry there? To which, you know, I, I'd say not really, but geographically they are <laughs> the closest drive to us. You know, you wouldn't, yeah. you don't really need to fly up there. You just 
get in the car for six hours. Even the teams call it the nicest rivalry in MLS. Like, yeah, maybe even hilarious. the nicest rivalry in sports. Like, we don't hate Minnesota. I like. I kind of have a soft spot in my heart for Minnesota because it's just like, oh, they're I a little Minnesota. Love the city. I love yeah. Minneapolis, dude, and the the beer scene's cool. Uh, the vegan scene is cool. It's a it's an overall cool place to be. Well, and all the Minnesota fans who came down to Children's Mercy Park last year just unloaded cases and cases of beer that they were just handing out to Cauldron members for oh, free. Oh yeah, were we there? Like, yeah, it was. You were there. It was during one of the uh, the little tailgates that we threw together. Because I walked that's over right. and I was, I was like, I'll home. take some free beer. Yeah, that's right. So it's not super. It's cool. a rivalry because it's geographically the closest, even though it's still like a ten hour drive, eight hour drive, whatever it is. And Sporting KC's really only other rival. Is I guess RSL, um, yeah, that's kind of the one and that's Co- been like a natural rival that's bubbled up, but like Chicago or Colorado are the ones even geographically closer, you know. Yeah, and like Chicago, they tried to make a rival, like with their whole like whiz on the fire stuff they did right after the rebrand and, they were. and whatnot. But in the Eastern Conference, they absolutely were right. And then when Sporting moved west, and you only play them once a year, it's kind of like, eh, like yeah, not much okay. to get excited about. Yeah, um, Colorado say, just hasn't been good for a while. So, our boy Bob, uh, Bob and Weave, wants me to rock Lil Wayne's outfit to games from now on. Can you can you shine okay. some light on this? What what does this mean? What what outfit does he speak of? <laughs> I actually don't know what outfit specifically he's speaking of. And oh, I didn't no. <laughs> have uh, a chance to look up. Um, I know what Lil okay. Wayne looks like, but there must be some specific outfit out there. So, someone tweet us a picture of Lil Wayne's outfit that Dan should wear. I don't. And, uh, was this at the playoff game last night or something? Or do I have to get a teardrop I, tattoo? Because I will. <laughs> I missed Which, it. By the if way, someone has it, let us know. And if you're lucky, Dan will maybe rock that look. Bro, um, what do you know about teardrop tattoos? Because I helped someone at work the other day who had like three teardrops, and I'm I, I looked up the origin of all this, man. And teardrop can mean many things. It can mean like I know, you I, murdered I've heard somebody. Rumors. Yeah. It, it could mean he saw three murders. It could also mean he got raped. And I'm thinking, oh, man, this dude got raped three times because he has three tears. That's crazy. But I think yeah. it all, all – <laughs> sorry, I don't know I'm laughing about this. I think it means that he – like his, his homies died or something. Like three tears means three of hmm. his buddies died. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's I've crazy. heard all sorts of rumors, but I've never I've never researched it that closely. So. Yeah. Ne- never heard the rape thing, so that's uh, a oh, little that's interesting to me. Heard that. Yeah. Yep. So think about that next time you cry some tears. I don't. <laughs> I don't oh boy! Know. Don't sorry. don't think about that. Um, I'm sorry. Let's move on. Let's move on. Moving on. Um, did you see Sporting KC apparently has a new field heating system? An electric, state of the art field heating system well, is being yeah. installed. It's the first of its kind in a professional stadium in the U.S., supposedly. Wrong. So Wrong. How's it the first of its kind, dude? The Chiefs have it. Maybe they mean like... Well, in I mean, there, there are stadiums that have field heating systems. Do the Chiefs have an electric one? Well, I don't because know. I, now you're going to make me do research? The hell with you. Well, because I know like in Green Bay, <laughs> they have one at Lambeau Field, but it like involves pumping hot water under the turf, and that's how it does it. So... Really? Maybe maybe oh, this so is this the first just, electric. This electric. This will make the players run faster. 
Yeah, probably. Basically, it's going to turn into like electric soccer, like the old like classic game that you play where you couldn't control anybody that went anywhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess this is kind of cool. Now, as someone, I think as Jeremy Morgan pointed out, like the vast majority of MLS games are during the summer, which is true. Huh. But um, well, the Chiefs, the Chiefs look like it's a it's a bunch of pipes underneath the stadium. It's a they're yeah. like in the boiler room or whatever. Yeah, so it's probably hot water. But so this is cool. I mean, hey, maybe we'll get some winter friendlies or something. I don't know. Um, maybe we'll get some preseason match or not. Well, I guess yeah, not preseason. Who knows? We might get some more more winter matches of some sort. Or March can be cold. Playoffs in November can be cold. So it's good to have it, um, just in case. But it's also cool that Sporting KC seem to continue to be pioneers in this kind of technology. So yeah, absolutely. And I think you kind of answered Darren Meeker's question um, about you know what kind of perks it provides. How does it benefit? Um, he asked if there will you see any steam rising from the field, and you might, man. <laughs> if it's a if it's Could a be. super cold day in uh, yeah. playoff soccer, it you can see some steam. Really, uh, that's I think probably the reason they're doing this is they're just going to like wet the field down and then turn it on and there's just going to be steam everywhere <laughs> and it's going to be really cool photos. Well, I'll tell you this, it's going to help the ball move more naturally. Um, the field won't be as hard um, from the cold. And I think the players, I don't know, maybe it helps their feet a little bit. Uh, it helps their little, their little footsies stay warm, their little toesies. Yeah, it could. Bob and we've asked if I'm ever down on the sidelines doing stuff for MLS again, if I will just lay down to get warm. And my answer to you, sir, is don't tempt me because I will. I am not Man, above it. I'm going to have to say that's a maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, hey, I can get some artistic shots from flat on the ground and uh, oh just hope that I don't get run over. Um, you might out there doing snow angels. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what? Nate's on the TV. There's a man down in the corner. He's just making snow angels. We're not really sure that why. Is, um, that'd be the best. Hey, that'd be the best publicity the pod's ever gotten. Yeah, I'm, j- I'm just going to lay down and spell no other pod on the field. Um, but there you go. Yeah. A <laughs> um, couple other little bits of Sporting KC related news. Uh, Gianluca Buzio and Jalen Lindsay get call-ups to the youth, uh, U.S. Youth National Teams. Uh, the boost. U-17 for Buzio and U-20 for Jalen Lindsay. So, hey, more like international experience for him, right? I love it. I love it. I love seeing these kids, man, doing big things. Uh, not every club has kids like this, guys. Not every club has kids that do things like this. So, be fortunate. This is the future. All right? We're going to be seeing them play some big minutes. Yeah, they're both still young. They got big careers ahead of them, but it's pretty cool to see them uh, them get this sort of opportunity. Oh, yeah. Um, the other tidbit of Sporting KC news, not not a ton this week, but Kyrie Shelton did officially sign with SC Paderborn uh, of the... Oh, uh, what, is, what is that? Is that in the blind soccer Bundesliga? league? What is that? <laughs> it's, oh. uh, it's, it's in the second division uh, of the Bundesliga. Uh, the SC Paderborn. Peterborg, yeah, I don't know how you say it. But, Peter, Peter, um, is there an umlaut on it? Because that always Peter, fucks me up. I don't see an umlaut on it, at least on this MLSsoccer.com article. But, I'm you know, gonna they, give may, it one. they may have missed it. Yeah, I'm just going to give I it might, one. Peter I'm going to put one on the A and the O. So it's like PDB. Oh. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, uh, <laughs> Kyrie, I mean, he wanted to go to Europe and test him, test yeah, uh, his, his self out there. And so he... He got his uh, his his choice. 
Um, well, he can test his skills in a league that's least less popular than Major League Soccer. Congrats. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all things considered, Germany, I'm sure, is a fine place to live. Um, hey, the good news is, I guess, if you're sporting KC, is because they made a bona fide offer to Kari Shelton, basically meaning like a legitimate real offer, um, we keep his MLS rights. So if he goes to Germany for a year and either doesn't like it or it doesn't work out and wants to come back to MLS, Sporting KC have right of first refusal. And if uh, someone else wants him, they're going to have to basically trade to acquire him from Sporting KC. So That is super interesting. Yeah, not a bad deal. I don't know that it's going to happen. I don't necessarily wish that upon him. He's only 25. If he can make a career over in Europe, good for him. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, We'll see. Um, we had a couple other questions I just wanted to get to real quick uh, related to Sporting KC. Um, yeah, you see what Colin? Yeah, Colin asked, who's the number nine? We've talked about this a bit before, but it's pretty clear to me that Christian Namath is the starting striker going into the season, right? Sounds like it's Christian Namath, yeah. Um, you know, But you know us, as things don't work out, uh, Peter tinkers a little bit. Maybe even puts Krause at a false nine, Daniel Shallowy at a number nine. Um, but I think as of right now, sounds like it's Christian Namath. Yeah, and that kind of couples along with uh, Christopher Rogers had another tweet where he said, you know, feels like SKC is gaining depth everywhere, but at forward, despite the fact that both starting strikers at the end of last season will not be returning. Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, Chris, that's terrifying, bro. Like, that's terrifying <laughs> to read and, and put into words. I mean, you're absolutely right. Yeah, the one thing I will say is when you think about at where we were at this point last year, we actually have the same amount of depth at striker pretty much that we did then. Like, all we had was Diego Rubio and Kyrie Shelton, who was had been playing most of his career in the pros as a winger. Um, yeah. We didn't have a lot of depth. Now, we didn't necessarily improve upon our depth because now we got Christian Namath and Eric Hurtado. Um, but Namath was a midseason acquisition last year. Peter still thinks he can be a star at striker in MLS. So I don't think, um, I don't think we lost depth or anything at striker. We just obviously didn't improve it, but he's right. Everywhere else we, we, we just added depth and, and made this team a little bit stronger. So, and I'm also kind of like, you know what though? I mean, who really, who really cares about the number nine thing? Because our goals were coming from other places last year. So it doesn't matter to me. I mean, if, if you're scoring goals, who gives a crap? Yeah, for sure. Um, but you know Namath's going to be hungry, dude. He's, rah, 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 rah. He's oh, coming. Yeah. He wants to prove that he he belongs. So oh, I think yeah. he'll have a good year. Um, Chad Smith from the Blue Testament, uh, he asked, what Chad. would you do in the super draft if you were on the clock? Uh, I am not. not I don't know about you, but I'm not going to pretend that I am a MLS draft expert. That's um, eh, scary. In fact, Paul Tenorio even wrote today that they might do away with the MLS draft combine altogether next year. So you can tell how much the league even does or doesn't take this seriously. Um, wow. Well, I'll tell I you this: it's if... not about you're not going to really draft anyone to start on your team right now. I mean, sure, right. we've had people such as such as Sile Laren, you know, who went Kyle Laren, who went uh <laughs> to Orlando, right? And he he yeah. played pretty good minutes. Yeah. And we got Dom through the draft back in the day. Yeah. Uh, and 
and he didn't, you know, he didn't play immediately. He got loaned out a little bit. And so it's kind of, I don't know. Could you see us taking a striker? We got like the 21st pick guys. I don't know if, I don't know if that means anything really. Um, Not to say that these kids are, are worthless, but I think there's still a need for a lot of these kids. Yeah, I don't know if we go striker. I could see us going with a left back just because why not take a flyer on a kid? Oh. Like Seth's getting older. We don't know. Rodney Wallace isn't the long-term answer. Oh, bro. Um, left back is always our up-in-the-air position. It's like, oh, crap. Who who wants to play there this week? Yeah. So that's probably where I'd go. I'd probably go left back, get the kid into Swope Park, see what happens. So I think that's what I would do. Right on. What about – lastly? Uh, la- oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I don't know if you're going to Darren Meeker's question. I was, I was. Um, yeah, so Darren said he's still not super familiar with CONCACAF. Con- he can do a little research, but wouldn't mind hearing more from us. He's excited for that game. Um, well, yeah. So, uh, yeah, go, CONCACAF go ahead, basically, it, 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 it's it's the regional body that governs soccer in North America and Central America. And they have, yeah, this CONCACAF Champions League tournament uh, every year uh, that It's pretty weird winners... acronym, by the way. I mean, it stands yeah. for the Confederation of North Central American and Caribbean Association Football. So it's, it's pretty weird. Yeah. Yeah. CONCACAF is basically the North American, Central American, and Caribbean UEFA. Now there's yeah, everyone you're talking knows, like, you, you know, El Salvador, all, all, all sorts of countries like that. Costa Rica. Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah. So if you know if you're at all familiar with UEFA Champions League, this is That's essentially the North American, is. Central American, and Caribbean equivalent of that in a way. Except no much, group stage. They're all going to start right at the round of sixteen. Right. So this year it's a little different. It's it's home and away legs in every round, and it's no group stage. It's just, yeah, round of sixteen. Play your home and away, and then play through the tournament, and whoever wins wins. So, hey, it's it, it should be interesting. Sporting KC qualified because we won the 2017 U.S. Open Cup. Normally, That's that right. would have got gotten us in the tournament last year, but there was a, a year delay because of how they revamped the Concacaf schedule and system. So, right. That's so why it's the a way to wonky. get in there. Every every little. Uh... Every league has different stipulations to get in. Basically, if you win your league, you're in. Uh, with MLS, it's a little different. You can qualify via U.S. Open Cup. You can qualify by winning Supporters Shield, uh, winning MLS Cup. Um, if you're in Canada, you can qualify by winning the Canadian Championship, which is pretty easy. It seems like Toronto or Vancouver win that every year. Um, Although there will be more teams once the Canadian Premier League launches, because right now it's like six teams, but there will be like oh, another wow. ten or so teams once the hey, uh, Can Premier League cool. starts. So, well, and there's never yeah. been an MLS team to win this thing, so a lot of incentive. Uh, your team gets money if you win, and you get to go yeah. join the FIFA Club World Cup, where you will play teams such as. Uh, you know, such as Real Madrid, who won the Champions League. You would you would play whoever wins Champions League. Yeah. So imagine Sporting KC playing Real Madrid. It would be can, insane. Can you, oh my god! Can you imagine <laughs> them coming to play us here? I mean, that's they do home and aways, don't they? I I honestly don't know how it works because I've never paid that much attention to the never club paid World that Cup. much attention. 
So, I mean, it's always yeah. kind of happened at like 5 a.m. So you really don't get to watch it. But I mean, if it's a little, if it's a little tournament, I can you imagine it being played in Kansas City? Like a team like Barcelona or Real Madrid coming here? Holy shit balls. Yeah, it'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. So. Anyways, yeah. I don't know. Hope we hope we told a little more about it there, and it's it can be easy to not understand what the hell that competition is. Yeah, good questions all around. Um, thank you guys. We did also. I want to get to it. Um, where did it go? Uh, man, we had a question. Oh, there it is. Um, Eric uh, Martinez. He sent us a message through our website. Um, and then he made a joke about uh, hopefully Jimmy checks the email, so can't forget to uh, to, to answer his question. But he sent an email. Um, he goes, I'm not sure if you guys have addressed this before, but it might be something good for new listeners or new soccer fans. What are the keys for a long, successful season? Um, and then he gives some examples, like do you start homegrowns or sub earlier in the match often, and do summer trades help for a long, successful season? So we don't have to spend a Ooh, ton of time question. on this, but – especially this year with a condensed schedule with the CONCACAF Champions League that we're in plus U.S. Open Cup. Um, what what are like one or two things that you think is, is really important to help an MLS team sort of navigate the, the grueling MLS schedule? Oh, man. Um, I think we kind of had it down last last year. I mean, it seemed like something changed, man. They changed up their training technique. Um I think recovery is a huge thing. Having this national training center is amazing um, with their recovery options that they have available to them now. But I don't, I don't think it's subbing more often because they can monitor their players. I know a lot of people say, Oh my gosh, use a sub already. But it's like, why, yeah. why do it if you don't need to? I mean, if, if a player is in the zone and he's not making any mistakes, let him in, let him finish the game. Because I mean, you know, as a player, you want to finish, dude. If you're a pitcher throwing a perfect game, you don't want to be taken out. You're crushing it. So, yeah, I, I don't know. You you want to let them finish. And I, I I think overall the keys to the game was going to be roster management. It's going to be when to mm-hmm. know uh, who's who's working well together, who's in form together. You know who who's making the good passes to each other. Who's who's really connecting. You know. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, I think you nailed it on the head with, uh, recovery and, you know, pinnacle, the, the crazy oh, yeah. health, um, medical stuff that they got in there for recovery and whatnot. That that's, that's huge. Sporting KC's on the forefront of that in MLS. Um, and then you're right. I don't think it's subbing more, but I do think it's rotating players more, um, especially in these different tournaments. And what I mean is like, okay, if you got a midweek open cup followed by, uh, uh, like let's say you, it's possible you can have a Sunday MLS game, Wednesday open cup game, Saturday MLS game. So you got three games in seven days. Uh, it, it's, it's going to be rotating the players who start that game. You might have, um, you know, Namath start Sunday and then he might still be in the 18, but you'll have Hurtado start Wednesday and then Namath back in the game on, on Saturday, just, just managing who's starting when, and that's why the roster depth that we have is so important because the midfield is so deep with, you know, you got Felipe and Roger and Johan, but then you also got Buzio and Juan Cousin and Kellen Rowe um, and, and uh, Ilya is starting in there. It's just, it's going to be so crucial to have that depth and be able to rotate players. So yeah, real good question. Th- 
Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. A couple other, I'm going to call them like quick hits that I want to touch on. Um, just some, you know, we touched on pretty much all the sporting KC news, um, but we, we got a couple other things around the league um, that I just want to mention, and then we'll wrap up here. Um, we, we already mentioned it briefly, but Wayne Rooney got arrested for being drunk and yelling at an airport bar. So, yeah. Such a um, hooligan. Did you see his mugshot? Because it was pretty No, funny. was he smiling? He was not. He he looked like he was still drunk in his mugshot. Um probably. <laughs> yeah. But I I mean, I saw someone say like they probably he was probably just being British and yelling things like they normally do in like English pubs and didn't realize that like, oh you can't Right. Like it's not as socially acceptable and apparently you can get arrested. In, He's uh, like, oh, you stop, stop being such a country music fan. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I bet that's exactly what he said. Just like that. That's what he said. Um, you wanker. I don't know. Yeah. I'm insensitive. <laughs> so it's not going to affect whether he plays or not. It's just, it's kind of funny. Um, yeah. Reports of Albert Ellis maybe on the move to Europe. Apparently he's been on TV in South America saying he wants to go to Europe and basically just putting Houston in a terrible position. Is it Albert Elise? Probably. I don't know how to say it. (laughs) Who cares? Get him out of here. The dude's way too fast to be playing in MLS. (laughs) Go somewhere else. We don't want to play you, bro. Yeah. He, uh, there were rumors he got linked to Celtic in Scotland and apparently Celtic fans didn't like that for some reason. Wow. Maybe Katie's a big Celtic fan. I think uh, Johnny Russell is as well. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. He wants to go to Europe somewhere. I certainly wouldn't mind seeing him out of MLS because he is a headache for defenders to play against. So, yep. He is um, a pain in my assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple. Okay. Um, <laughs> if I heard you right. Yeah. That's, you did. That's, okay. Um, <laughs> moving on. Uh moving. <laughs> Other news. Hey, speaking uh, of speaking of Celtic, though, Tim, your boy yeah. Tim Weah, dude. Oh, well, there you go. That's a good call. Um, I had that on the list, but yeah, Timothy Weah is going on loan from PSG to Celtic, and they're going to play him at striker, from what I understand, which I'm really excited about because I That's think cool. he has a really good skill set to be a national team striker. Is um, it Celtic? Is it or is it Celtic? What what, what is it? I think, man. Can it be either one? Does it really matter? I don't, I, yeah, I don't honestly know. I think it's technically supposed to be Celtic. Oh, um, just do you, bro. Like a Diet Coke commercial. Yeah. If you want to do that, just say it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Be yourself. Yeah. Whatever makes you feel good. Um, yeah. I mean, good I, for him, I'd though, right? He'll probably now, get more playing time than uh, he did at PSG. Yeah. I'd like to find out where to watch the Scottish Premier League because I. I'd like to watch him. I can't watch PSG. I don't have that uh, station, whatever it is. Yeah. Reddit.com uh, slash soccer streams. That's that's one so- place you can go. I'm sorry, what? Is that is that a real thing? Yeah, you go to Reddit, r slash soccer streams, and it's just people on the internet gathering illegal streams and Whoa. posting them to any game you can possibly I knew, imagine. I knew about this with NFL because your criminal brother told me how to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, go to go to the soccer streams subreddit and you will find a stream to just about any game you want to watch. Oh so. my god, my wife's going to be really upset that you told me that. 
<laughs> PSA, people, go do it. Yeah, this whole um, uh, this, this home does not need more soccer on the TV, but it's gonna have it. By golly. <laughs> um, and yeah, if Albert Elise ends up in Celtic too, you can watch both him and Timothy Weah play together. So yeah, I don't care about him. Full he's, uh, he's circle too fast, too furious. <laughs> um, Ozzy Alonso's apparently going to go to Minnesota United. So that's weird. Um, I didn't yeah. know he uh, was going into uh, his, the loser mode of his career. I didn't know he was feeling that way. Well, I mean, he's been kind of had had a strained relationship with Seattle the last couple of years because he was their captain for a long time, and then they didn't protect him in the expansion draft last year. He got all mad, even though they he wasn't picked, and they probably knew that. Um, like okay, he by all means, trade at one point last year, but go to Minnesota. That'll show him. Well, so here's where this gets a little weird. I was reading Paul Tenorio's athletic article earlier, and MLS is just making up rules again because they have a weird rule about free agency where if you make more than the maximum salary budget charge, which basically means if you make more than like $530,000, that's the, the limit, you either have to be a designated player or you have to have your salary bought down with some sort of allocation money. If you make more than that, but your team doesn't offer you that amount of salary again, well, then you're not allowed to make more than the maximum budget charge, like $530,000 or whatever it is in free agency. So basically you have to take a pay cut. Um, it's a very weird nuance. This almost, this would have happened to Roger Espinosa and Graham Zussi and, and them had they not signed contract extensions. Well, here's where MLS is making up rules again. Apparently they decided if he clears waivers of all the teams, then he, or he gets claimed on waivers, then he can make more than that because Minnesota wants to pay him like $650,000. So now they're going to send him through waivers, even though we already had a waiver draft. So this should have already happened. And then Minnesota is going to trade for the top spot in waivers and just claim him. So they can be allowed to pay him more than they're allowed to pay anyone else. So. Wow. Very, very, okay. very strange. But MLS does this. They just make up rules. Yeah. So that was very interesting to follow all of that. It's a little convoluted, but anyway, point is MLS makes up rules when they feel like it just to do things whenever they want to. Yeah. <laughs> um, last couple of news items to touch on briefly are coaching related. Um, Caleb Porter back in the league coaching the Columbus crew. So oh, he's back in the saddle. That's yeah, crazy. I, uh, I, I do not like Caleb Porter. I find him I smug and arrogant. I like green eggs and ham. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a Timbers coach, and we don't need to go over the history with the Timbers. It's not fun. No, we don't like so, them either. I didn't dislike the crew before, but I kind of feel like I do now because he's their coach. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any feelings about Caleb Porter? Yeah, you can't like him now. Sorry, crew. You, uh, we liked it. We liked you. We wanted to save you, but uh, now we don't. Yeah, they're. <laughs> They're uh they're just a little bit less likable now, and it's because of him. And he's he's got ties to the Ohio area. He coached at Akron in college, or when he was coaching oh, yeah. in college, so he knows the area. But um, he knew Sadabul Salam before he double posted it. Yeah, good good for you, Columbus. You you were saved. We're happy for you. You got your new owner. You're kind of going back to your like Crew '96 roots and everything. But we'll see how long he anymore. lasts. Uh, and then lastly, um, Tata Martino 
officially announced as the Mexican national team coach. What? Not, That's not crazy. Surprising. I had no idea. Yeah. No no one saw this coming. Um, that has not been rumored at all. <laughs> this uh, is, what is this? So if you already didn't like the Mexican national team because they are our natural rival, I guess, in soccer, um, and you didn't like Atlanta United, now you have that much more reason to root oh, against the Mexican national yes, team. Yes, you do. Because, uh, yeah. So it'll... Uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting. It's already a fiery affair whenever the U.S. and Mexico meet, but a lot of people wanted Tata for the U.S. national team job, and then there was that weird thing about Will English isn't his first language, and then he was never interviewed, and then we got Greg Berhalter, and so it just adds another layer of intrigue to those games. So It's kind of weird. Does that make us like agoraphobic to be like, look, we won't hire you because you don't speak English? It makes you a soccer incompetent. Yeah, like that's yeah. the dumbest. And I hate when people I, I, give like people give people crap for saying things certain ways. Like uh, a lot of Hispanic announcers will be just talking to you like this, you know, and then they'll all of a sudden be like Rodriguez, and I'm like, okay, it's it is kind of weird <laughs> to go from talking, you know, sounding American and then straight into Hispanic heritage. But uh, you know, let them do them. That's that's what they want to do. They they like they like doing that, you know. Yeah, I think You're it's laughing, really, but you know really, exactly what I'm talking about. I think it's a really stupid requirement that you have to be a native English speaker. I think it's a really stupid requirement that they keep saying we're going to play a uniquely American style of soccer. Who cares? Yeah, do you know what that means? Do you know what American no. style soccer means? It means losing. Why are right. you doing that? It means bad. Yeah, no one, no one cares. It Hire means bad. Coach. We're going to play so. American, guys. No, no, don't do that. Try something different. Try being not American for just a minute. See how see if you win some games. <laughs> you had arguably the best, not arguably, pretty much everyone would say the best coach in MLS who was on the market in need of a job, and you didn't even bother asking him if he had any interest. Like, oh my yeah. god, Dude, I'm gonna get we're gonna like looks, lo- but we're gonna lose to Saint Vincent and to the Grenadines. Like, it's gonna be crazy <laughs> to Trinidad and Tobago. And Tobago's um, going to kill us. Trinidad might even kill us by more. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, that rivalry's just got an, one more wrinkle. So there so you go. So many wrinkles. That's all I got. I don't know. Anything else for our uh, good listeners? That's it, man. Schedule release has me all sorts of hyped. I'm sure you guys are as well. Uh, again, five-star ratings and reviews if we deserve it, which we do. Go in there and tell us. What uh, what game you're looking forward to most? You know, hit us up on Twitter at uh, all our handles that Jimmy's about to tell you. So, follow us on Twitter at no other pod at jcmax03 and at Dan Kuzer. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash no other pod. Uh, shoot us an email, no other pod at gmail.com. We will respond. We will read. Um, we love when you guys come uh, come talk to us and engage with us about anything but especially Sporting KC. So, uh, mm. yeah. There Thank you go. guys so much so much for listening. Um, we will uh, get back at you um, with our next episode. But until then, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. <laughs>
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.